This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, it's pretty clear that the only thing anybody is talking about today is the announcement by the Manitoba RCMP that the manhunt is over. And of course, when we say manhunt, we refer to the search for the two suspects in the triple homicides in BC, Barsh Migelski and Cam McLeod. That had been a very intense search going on for the last couple of weeks that had been really focused on northern Manitoba. Like, yes, we heard that in the last couple of days that Ontario Provincial Police were investigating reports of sightings of the two suspects in some uh, small towns there. But always for the RCMP, the focus never strayed from them from Gillum. They had no reason to believe the suspects had really left. There was that, you know, everyone's once in a while they would say that maybe somebody had inadvertently helped them, but they never really did get any solid evidence that the two suspects were outside of that initial circle of interest area. The area around where the burned out vehicle that it was believed the two suspects were driving in was found about 40 kilometers south of Gillum. We now know that the bodies of those two suspects was found about eight kilometers away from that burned out vehicle. And that happened at 10 a.m. this morning, Manitoba time, eight o'clock in the morning, our time. That's when our CMP officers say they located the bodies of those two males believed to be the BC suspects. Now, official confirmation of that, along with cause of death, all of that still to come. That is pending uh, the autopsy, which will be done in the next couple of days. This all happened, the RCMP says, as a result of objects that they found on Friday on the shoreline of the Nelson River. And that changed everything when it came to this search. Now, we had a press conference from Manitoba RCMP Assistant Commissioner Jane McClatchy about uh, an hour and a half or so ago. And this is the announcement she made. Over the last two weeks, our officers have worked tirelessly to find the suspects wanted in connection to the homicides in British Columbia. While there were no confirmed sightings since July 22nd, we never gave up in our search efforts, following up on every lead, considering all options, and using every available resource. We knew that we needed just to find that one piece of evidence that could move this search forward. On Friday, August 2nd, that one critical piece of evidence was found. Items directly linked to the suspects were located on the shoreline of the Nelson River. Following this discovery, we were at last able to narrow down the search. We immediately sent in specialized RCMP teams to begin searching nearby high-probability areas. This morning, at approximately 10 a.m., RCMP officers located two male bodies in the dense brush within one kilometer from where the items were found. This is approximately eight kilometers from where the burnt vehicle was located. At this time, we believe these are the bodies of the two suspects wanted in connection with the homicides in British Columbia. An autopsy is being scheduled in Winnipeg to confirm their identities and to determine their cause of death. So obviously we have some more questions uh, what those autopsy results will show, uh, if they can shed some more light on what happened here, how long had they been dead, what happened to them, had they been moving around prior to that. Those are still questions that have yet to be answered. And of course, there's the actual investigation here in BC, the murder investigations into the deaths of those three victims. Now the BC RCMP are going to be holding their press conference at three o'clock, so coming up in about an hour and 20 minutes or so, and 
and they will likely talk about next steps or where they go now uh, in light of their investigation. Remember, these suspects had been charged with second-degree murder in the death of Leonard Dick, and they were still suspects, but charges had not been laid in the deaths of China Deese and Lucas Fowler. And speaking of that, when it came to the families of those victims today, they were singled out by Assistant Commissioner McClatchy, wanting to thank them for their patience during this. To the families of everyone affected by the series of events over the last few weeks, I know it has been so very difficult, and I hope today's announcement can begin to bring some closure. I want to thank the communities and the leadership of Gillam, Fox Lake Cree Nation, Ilford Warlake First Nation, and York Landing. Your lives have been disrupted. Many of you lived with uncertainty and fear, but throughout you were resilient. You came together as communities, and you helped our officers get the job done. Now, of course, this was an unprecedented nationwide manhunt. We've never seen anything like this before. It spanned, you know, right across Western Canada and even into Ontario, as I was saying, right? There were those reports in Ontario, people sure that they had seen these two suspects. So RCMP detachments, police forces right across the country, Canadian Armed Forces, they were all involved in this at some point. And those were other groups that the Assistant Commissioner wanted to thank in this search. To the officers involved in the search... I commend you for your determination, your innovation, for never giving up, and for working night and day to bring this search to a conclusion. This was a search that could not have been successfully achieved without the help from our partners and Canadian Armed Forces, from RCMP employees who came in from across the country and from multiple private partners. Above all, however, it was a search that could only be successful if we had strong public engagement and support. Thank you to all Canadians for remaining vigilant, for calling us with information, and most importantly, for being our partners. But of course, there are still questions here, right? Where exactly were these bodies found? Was it an area that had been searched before, or was it new to the RCMP? Uh, and as well, why did it take uh, more than two weeks? They've said how difficult the terrain was and made it like so incredibly dense in all of that. Uh, that was especially the case here. We know that for the RCMP and the Canadian Armed Forces who are participating in these searches, they said that this kind of brush is that you just don't see this very often. It was really tough going during the search. And that's why the Assistant Commissioner also singled out law enforcement, all the officers that have been involved in this search? It's very, very dense brush, is what I can tell you. Uh, very thick, very difficult to work your way through. There's no trails. It's, it's just very thick brush, very dense. And it's a huge area we were searching before. We didn't have any information to pinpoint us to a specific search area where we could do a much more detailed search. The items we did find on the shoreline gave us that opportunity to pinpoint that search and therefore do a much more detailed uh, search of the area. Right. And so they keep pointing out that, that what they found on Friday was critical evidence in terms of them being able to narrow the search down because they were able to say these items belong to the two suspects. We don't know what those items actually were. They haven't said that. They also haven't said, like, was that, had they gone by that area before and those items weren't there? Did that also catch their attention? Did the abandoned kind of banged up boat that they found also have anything to do with this? So still a few questions about how they got to where they are now with the search being over. And then the assistant commissioner, also like a very intense time, right, for police in Manitoba. She also answered a question about how she felt now that the bodies of the two suspects have been found. 
well, I mean, there's obviously a certain amount of relief um, that we were able to f locate these people and, and hopefully bring some closure not only to the victims of the homicides but to the people of Gillum, Fox Lake Cree Nation, York Landing, Ilford Warlake Nation. It's, it's, it's huge to be able to hopefully give some people uh, an opportunity to exhale and to hopefully eventually go back to normal and not being afraid of who's out in the woods anymore. Oh boy, is that ever critical, right? You, how many times did we talk to residents or, you know, mayors or whatever in and around in these small towns who said, you know, they're having to lock their doors at night. They were having to lock their windows. They were told by police to stay indoors if they could. And this was just not things that they are used to doing in these small towns. And so that was very much on edge. And that sense of relief there that was talked about is certainly being felt in Gillum, Manitoba. The mayor, Dwayne Foreman, spoke to the Winnipeg Free Press newspaper about the news that the search has come to an end. Just pure relief, really. Uh, my my whole body kind of got uh, a weird sensation when I was first given the news. It was uh, hard to explain, uh, like a chill over the body. I'm, I'm very relieved that, that this is over. It's been a real trying time for those communities trying to move forward, and I'm sure they are very relieved, as he said there, to have this over with. So now, again, still a few questions with the autopsy that will be to come in the days ahead. But also, BCRCMP, where are we at with the investigations, the murder investigations that started all of this? They will be addressing some of that coming up in a little over an hour's time with a press conference. We will have that live for you right here. So keep it tuned in for the very latest. That'll be on the Linda Steele Show as well.